0: Welcome to the Principles of Success, Season 3, Episode 5. Today we are talking about the last rules of money section, and it is the rules of investing. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Rule number one of Warren Buffett's rule of investing. I didn't actually include this in my book. Rule number one of investing is don't lose money. Rule number two is don't forget rule number one. So when it comes to investing, but the reason why I didn't include it in this section in my book is because the rule number one of money is don't lose money. And we already talked about that in the episode a couple of weeks ago. Don't lose your freaking money. Keep your money safe. Offensive, defensive. Keep the money from going out. Keep the money from being stolen by the government, by your landlord, by uh, the businesses, by the grocery stores, by the car dealerships. It is your job to make sure that you don't lose your money. Warren Buffett's rule number one of investing is don't lose your money. It is so much harder to get money back that you've lost than it is to earn money. So don't lose your money. Um, When it comes to investing, they like to talk about asymmetric risk slash reward. So what that means is you risk $1 to generate $5. So if you mess up four times and succeed on the fifth, then you're still haven't lost any money, you just haven't gained anything. But if you succeed twice, you've doubled your money. That's what they mean by asymmetric risk slash reward. You want the reward to drastically outweigh the risk. This is why, even though we're gonna talk about it much later in the year, I'm not really interested in in NFTs right now because it's all speculation right now. Sure, there's possibly great rewards that can come out of it, but the risk is unknown, it's all speculation right now, so I am not interested in messing with it right now. I'm more interested in learning about it and figuring it out more than I am in actually putting money into it, even though there's potential to make some money from it. My money is going towards things that are safer, 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 safer. Man that was a squeaky safer. Anyway. So that's rule number one of investing is don't lose your money. My rule for number one is debt is dangerous. Yes, debt is a useful tool. I've used debt um, multiple times. I've used debt to purchase land. I've used debt to um, finance business. I've used debt. Debt is a tool. However, debt is dangerous. I really like the way Warren Buffett phrased it. And it is something along the lines of debt is a two-edged sword that you put dangling over your head and pray that it won't fall down. And what that essentially means is, yes, you can use debt to cut your way to financial freedom, but there is a good chance that that debt will turn on you and utterly destroy you. There was one story that my grandpa told me about of his friend from way back when and where he lives is a very nice area my grandpa um, moved up into the mountains of colorado when it was still just mountain man land and over the years they made ski resorts there and it became one of the top ski resorts areas in america so it became a very affluent area and he got there early enough that even though he doesn't come for money he was able to get a lot of money a lot of land worth a lot of money today which he actually recently sold because he's old um anyway he had a friend who was a very good real estate investor he bought up a lot of land he owned at one point half of main street of this town that they were in and he was doing great and then one of the recessions hit and he was way over leveraged he had a lot of debt And he ended up having to sell most of what he owned at rock-bottom prices because it was a recession. Everything was on sale, which we'll talk about more in a bit. Um, So he had to sell it all to cover the debts of his properties. So he lost a whole lot because he was over-leveraged on debt. Debt is a useful tool, but it is a two-edged sword. So just be careful. And we'll talk about debt more later in different episodes next one get money working you have to i talked about it a little bit last week you have to get the money producing money you only can work so hard you can only produce so much you have to work really really hard and be super good with your money and all sorts of things to get a little bit of momentum law of momentum Um, but what you need to do with the money that you generate from your labor is you need to have that money start generating money. A super easy example of this is vending machines. You buy a vending machine, you set it up somewhere, you have to go through all the processes, there's, all so, there's lots of videos on starting a vending machine business. I've never really been interested in it, but for some of you it might work great. Um, but you need money to buy the vending machine and then that vending machine starts producing more money which you can then use to buy more vending machines same thing with like investing in stocks you depending on how it works you are investing in the stock and they're either giving you dividends which is essentially interest payments on your stocks or you're at least investing in companies that you're hoping will grow and become worth more so you're buying a stock in the company and you're hoping that that company generates a more or generates enough money that it becomes worth more, which you can then sell the stock of that said company for more than what you paid for. So either way, you're buying money. you're using money to buy money. This is called capitalism. You're using capital to get more capital, which you then use to get more capital. And then the next rule about m- investing that I have is cash flow so cash flow is kind of a buzzword but the principle behind it is important so one of there's two focuses in finance and you need both one focus is to generate increased wealth and I'm going to use real estate as an example of these two so house flipping is a great example of wealth gain investing you put 10K into the down payment of a house, you put 10K into fixing it up, and then you sell it and you get 50K in revenue, so 30K profit. So you spent 20K to make an additional 30K, so now you have 50K, which you can then do either all 50 into the next house or you can do two different houses. And you just keep repeating that to keep increasing your wealth. Cash flow is an example of rental. You put 20K down on a rental thing, whether it's apartments or a house or whatever, and then that 20K is locked up. You can't use it anymore. It's locked up because you own the property, but you're now getting monthly income. You're getting cash flow. And once you get enough cash flow, Once you get regular income coming in, that's when you can quit your job if you want. That's when you can retire if you want. Cash flow is the more important investment long term. Because, like for instance, rental properties. If you're not over leveraged, like I talked about earlier with having too much debt, it doesn't matter what the price is of the house or the apartment complex is. You can be going through a massive bubble or a massive recession. As long as people are living in it and it's, you've got the cash flow going, then the value of the property itself doesn't matter because the cash flow keeps the property afloat. And cash flow is money that's going into your pocket each and every month. And that's what you need to live off of because you need money coming into your pocket. It doesn't matter if you have $10 million worth of stocks and uh, property, If if for some reason it's not possible to sell them, then you're not liquid, and you could have all that money sealed up, but you can't use it to feed yourself. So, cash flow is super important. And just because we're talking about it as a real estate example, a great way to combine the two is to buy a house that needs fixing up, fix it up, refinance it to get some of that money back out instead of selling it. So that way you can then take that money to go do the next house. And then with the increased value of the house being refinanced, that's how you get the money. Um, You still own the property, but you got your money back out. And now you have the property that you can then rent out. So now you have a combination of a little bit of money back out from the property, and you now have the property to be able to cash flow. This is called the Burr method. And you typically, you do a combination of all the different things we just talked about. You use rehabbing, which is flipping, to buy a distressed property, fix it up, and then you will sell some of them to generate more wealth investments, and then you keep some of them, and refinance them so that way you can then use them for cash flow investments and the reason why you don't just refinance all of them is because you get more money back out with the selling than you do with refinancing and it's important to keep that debt in check so the end goal of this rule is to basically keep generating more and more income streams so that way you have more money coming in every month more income equals more wealth. There's a reason why there's a lot of phrases that are essentially cash flow is king. And that is the final installment of these rules of money episodes. Next week we are going to talk about more mindsets, specifically the mindset of freedom. So check that out. Check out my new book, The Blueprint of Wealth. Link is below. Um, it contains a lot of what we'll be talking about over the whole year in a much more concise format and much more polished. So with that I will see you all next week.